Welcome to South Sound Connected, a podcast where we'll talk to the people behind the wheel and discover how transit connects us all to life here in the 253. Welcome aboard. Let's go for a ride. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Today we are um, honored to hear from Pierce Transit's Brent Mackey, the safety coordinator for Pierce Transit. Hello, Brent. Good morning, Alexandra. How are you? I'm doing well. Great. Thank you so much. Very nice to talk to you too. Thank you for joining us. So just like diving right in, why don't you tell us how long you've been at Pierce Transit, how many roles you've had at Pierce Transit while you've been at the agency and kind of talk about like the different opportunities for careers at Pierce Transit. All right. In July, I will have been here at Pierce Transit for 25 years. I've had four roles, if you count or uh, separate relief transit operator with transit operator. So I like to count both of those as one. Um, And then after 21 years of driving, I went in as a relief instructor across the street with the training department. And then after 14 months there, I was able to uh, move up into the safety office here. That is incredible. Long time. I love that. Absolutely. And, And out of all the jobs, what would you say has been your favorite? I really can't pinpoint a favorite job because every job I've had here I've loved. Um, Of course, as an operator, uh, fantastic. Uh, 21 years on the road, you see and hear so much. I always thought of that job as daily going to watch the movie, getting paid to watch it. Fantastic stuff you see and hear out there. Just crazy. Sad. It's funny. Um, Yeah, the gamut. And then uh, as an instructor, I really got to finally help the agency, I felt. We had started going down a wrong road. We had been going down, and I was able to uh, go into that department and uh, instruct new hires and also some senior operators who have had accidents and uh, impart on them some of my knowledge as to uh, prevent those type of accidents. And then with the safety department, of course, came into here. And the first few months was very, very difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. We instituted a program here that was probably the most hated program ever instituted by drivers here at Pierce Transit. And, of course, I'm talking about the Drive Camp program. Um, but mm-hmm. it's come around, and everybody's embracing it. It's changed behaviors out there on the road, and it's really a uh, fulfilling part of my job, that's for sure. That is incredible. Yeah, we know that human behavior change is challenging for most, but we often come around. Um, and we'll hear more about DriveCam later, I hope. Um, so in the transit community, there is this thing called the rodeo. And you have won the rodeo 16 times at the local state and international level. That is Can you correct. tell us? Very impressive. Thank you. Can you tell us? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the rodeo, and why did you choose to The rodeo is a competitive uh, driving safety event conducted on a closed course of cones, barrels, and tennis balls, and it's a timed event. It's a seven-minute course, 
And um, what you do is everybody starts out with the same high score, and every time you hit a call, you get points deducted every second over seven minutes is a point deduction, and then various cones throughout the course have different values. Um, very competitive, um, some great drivers, and I would not have had the success I've had without the training I've had from prior Pierce Traffic champions, such as Mark Veach, taught me everything he knew, and uh, I'm just a reflection of what he's taught me. Shout out to Mark Veach. That's so great. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. We, uh, he was a three-time Washington State Bus Rodeo champion. In fact, he's the only guy in the state of Washington who's won a 40-foot division three years back to back to back. So there you are. Great guy That's to learn awesome. from. Yeah, the best. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. We what was your um where was your favorite place to compete i would have to say my favorite place was nashville tennessee uh Ooh. yeah it was great you know it's my first international win and i'm uh, staying downtown the honky tonks are going on all the time uh people were festive it's just a great city beautiful warm and uh yeah nashville tennessee there will always be a place in my heart for nashville I love it. So we kind of touched on this earlier, but you are an instrumental part of keeping Pierce Transit safety goals um, front and center. And um, we have surpassed those goals as we talked about. But can you kind of talk about more of the, the drive cam program? Talk about how it's improved safety for the agency. Uh, of course. I would love to. Uh, drive cam came in, it started being installed in the summer of 2018. Um, it was a program, what it is, is a camera that is affixed to the windshield of every vehicle we have here at Pierce Transit, barring, of course, the forklift and the tug. And what it is, is a uh, camera with an interior and exterior view. Every time there's a G-force event, the camera will activate and I will receive 12 seconds of video. What will happen is after the event occurs or after the camera is triggered, I'll get eight seconds of video prior to the event and then four seconds after. So I get 12 seconds. Uh, we instituted this. Uh, when we first put it in, we had a familiarization period for a month and a half to familiarize our drivers with the camera, the system, and Frankly, myself, I have never been involved in drive cam, so it gave me uh, a, an opportunity also to learn how to coach our drivers after seeing an event, bringing them in and showing it to them. Um, mm. So we had this familiarization period, and what we discovered in that month and a half of familiarization was it was like the wild, wild west out there on the roads with our drivers. Um, <laughs> in that, yeah, in that month and a half, let me let me give you a few stats. In that month and a half. I had received 230 drive cam videos of just our drivers unbelted, Alexandra. 230 in a month and a half. Following distance, 224 videos of improper following distance. And of course, when you have that improper following distance, it's just a matter of time before traffic backs up and you have to hit the brakes hard and then bang, you know, I get the video, shows you that you're uh, inadequate following distance. Late response, which is failing to brake when the vehicle ahead of brakes in time, 
uh, ahead of you in time. And that was, we had 145 of those. So, you know, we had 178 videos in that month and a half of drivers approaching intersections and stopping past the limit line. Uh, we had five incidents of operators using cell phones while they were driving the buses. So it really, really was the wild, wild west without any exaggeration at all. <laughs> it was crazy. Really opened some eyes around here, I'll tell you. Yeah. And it gave us the opportunity to improve and turn that around, yeah? Absolutely. The, uh, since instituting the drive camp program, our uh, accident rate has gone way down. The behavior... The behaviors that we were seeing has gone way down. For an example, let me just tell you what we had in November of this year, 2020. Zero cell phone. We had only eight drivers that were um, observed unbelted. And then mm -hmm. we had um, one red light, one speeding violation, only eight re uh, late responses. And the one that I'm really happy about is only four following distance issues. So that's fantastic. What a turnaround. Uh, the drivers really have embraced and changed their behaviors. Uh, as far as accidents going down from 2019, well, let's go from 2018 to 2020, where we are now in that two year, we've had a 64% reduction in cost. That's a $718,000 savings uh, year to date in accident losses. Yes, in preventable accidents in 2018, we had 205. And then in 2019, we had 198, which was a 1.23 AFR. That's an accident frequency rate. That is basically how many accidents you have in 100,000 miles of uh, service. In 2020, we are down to a 0.64 AFR, which is incredible. That's wow. Yeah, that's like one preventable accident every 150,000 miles. So we've come a long way, that's for sure. We've, we've cut it in half. That is incredible. Yes, it is. <laughs> Just losses from 2019 to 2020 have dropped by $132,000. That's 25%. So it's phenomenal. It's, I, I also see it. It's it's us being excellent stewards of taxpayer dollars, absolutely. right? I mean, we're absolutely. we're looking at the whole ecosystem. And of course, that's always in the back of our minds. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic. And no, I can't place, I can't finger dry cam is doing all this. We've implemented several programs here and uh, over the last two years. And since doing so, we've received the APTA Certificate of Merit uh, for uh, bus safety and security. And so it's nice to get some national, national recognition for the success our drivers are and uh, all employees are having here. So, yeah, it's really great. Excellent. Well, you know, you've been instrumental in all of it. So we are so grateful for you. Thank you. Um, and just just for the audience, APTA is the American Public Transportation Association. Indeed it is. And, um, yeah. So, in 2004, you were the re recipient of the Service Excellent Award. And can you remind me where, what, who awarded you that award? That was, boy, that was, a, yeah, that was the CEO, Don Monroe, back then. 
And that was for okay. uh, two incidences that happened actually in the same week while driving a bus. And the first incident was I was driving a bus on regular route, local route, and it's winter. And of course, when you have your own regular route, you go back and forth and whatnot, you almost become kind of like a roving neighborhood watch guy. You know, you, you, you see things, you see the same mailman, same place, same time. Um, so this day I have a full bus. I'm going inbound from Lincoln to downtown Tacoma. And as I'm rolling up this residential street, I see some smoke coming out of a backyard. It's about three houses off the route. And I'm thinking as I'm driving, I'm thinking uh, to myself that, boy, it's pretty chilly to be having a barbecue. So as I started, yeah, started passing the street, I looked up there, and obviously the smoke was heavier than what a barbecue would put out. So I stopped at the bus stop, which was right there, uh, turned on the parking mm -hmm. brake, turned off the bus, put a wheel chalk, and I ran out of the bus, and I ran up towards the house. Now I can see flames coming out of the back of the house and the uh, first floor windows. So I ran back to the bus, called 612, our uh, community comp center, got the fire department started, grabbed the fire extinguisher, ran back up there. Now the passengers are following me, you know, like, what's going on? Went up there, uh, knocked on the door, nobody answered. So I ran around the back of the house and there were two dogs that were tied up at, the, at a post there at the back door of the house. Uh, they were barking and going crazy. So what I did was I untied the ropes, ran them back out to the front of the house, handed it to a couple passengers that had come up, continued to the back. Uh, and weird, funny thing is, well, not funny, but as I'm running around the house, the windows are actually breaking out from the heat and smoke of this fire. It was like a movie. It was unbelievable. It's very surreal. Uh, got back out. Yeah, got out. Uh, Knocked on the front door again, no answer, tried the knob, and it was unlocked. So I did open the door, and I yelled inside the house with no answer. And at the time, because I had driven shuttle, in my mind for some reason, all I could imagine was somebody on oxygen had been smoking, and there they are, you know, I don't know, you get weird things going through your head. Went in about five feet, yeah. went in about five feet, stayed low, smoke was too thick, came back out, the fire department just showed up. I uh, took the passengers back down to the bus and off we went to continue our route. And uh, the rest is history for that. And then, yeah, it was uh, it was quite quite the deal. And then later on that week, I uh, was doing a route. I'm at the transit center at TCC, and I have an elderly lady on my bus who starts choking and uh, tried to get my attention. Of course, she got my attention, and I asked her, are you okay? She couldn't speak. She's pointing to her throat. I said, would you like, are you choking? She said, yes. I asked, uh, do you mind if I do the Heimlich? And she shook her head, yes, you know, quickly and as uh, panically, panically, not even a word, but she was panicked. Went around her, performed a Heimlich maneuver on her, and out came like three, uh, pills from she had taken some medication and it didn't go down. She didn't have the water and was choking on it. So those came out and then she was fine. Um, fire department showed up with her supervisor to care of that. Supervisor wrote up a report and I received an award for both of those acts in that one week, which was really cool. It was quite quite wow. a week. Like I said, on a bus, you just never know. 
you never know. know. And especially with the, with the housing, with the, I love that the community, the bus community like came and oh, yeah. it took a village to get those dog days. That's Absolutely. amazing. And to hear, and then of course they saw everything that went on. And as we're going downtown, continuing after the fire, uh, they're all chanting hero, hero. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that, you know. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> so many passengers are regular passengers. I would see them years later, and they would bring up the uh, the event itself. And, of course, we would talk about it. And, uh, yeah, that was quite a day. That is incredible. Yeah, was. Brent Mackey, our no, hero. not at all. I am not. <laughs> I am not. Just another day in the life of a transit operator. I mean, truly. Amen. Yeah. That really are un unsung heroes of our communities. And now, you know, with COVID, it's like there are these essential workers who are literally keeping the economy open. It's just incredible. Um, you know, when I was driving, you would always have the coppers and the hackers. And I always wonder to myself, is there an unwritten rule somewhere that I don't know about that if the passenger is sick, they got to sit right up front? You know, it's kind of distracting when you're trying to drive that bus. But these guys out there now with COVID, that's a whole new level right there. So uh, I tip my I tip my cap to all the transit operators and all employees, the maintenance guys, and everything else because you know COVID is just not with our. Uh, with our passengers or on the buses. I mean, it, can, it is everywhere. So tip of the cap to all transit employees. It is. And I, I'm going to like go. Yeah. I, I mean, just, just what we've seen with COVID, how the local transit systems, you know, the Pierce transits, community transits, King County Metro, the ones that are serving the local communities, how we saw ridership go down about 70%, but then it's, you know, coming back up. Whereas the commuter routes are still down significantly because a lot of those jobs, you can work from home. I mean, it's just completely changed the landscape of transit and who we're serving. And we really have been able to identify that we are an essential service moving essential workers. And it's, you know, it's something to be so proud of. I'm like so Absolutely. proud of it. Absolutely. You and I both. <laughs> and honored. It'll be yeah, interesting to how so this cool. all plays out at the end, you know. It really we'll see. It will. Absolutely. So if there's like one insight you'd like to share to the people listening about what it's like to work in the transit industry, what would you leave them with? Working in the transit industry is pretty much like riding a roller coaster. <laughs> I kid you not. There's so many ups and downs, peaks and valleys. <laughs> Get your ticket. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, it, and that just goes to um, national how the economy is doing. I mean, in the 24 and a half years I've been here, we've been through recessions, um, good times, bad times. And it's real interesting to see how the ebb and flow of transit industry goes along with the national economy. It's, it's really strange, but, um, and not only with ridership, but trucks, cars on the road. I can remember before mm -hmm. the recession in 07, the Port of Tacoma driving bus in that area. There's just trucks everywhere. Uh, during the recession, recession hit highways and roads, a lot less commercial vehicles. Uh, you could actually get around and make time. And then, of course, the economy is booming now. There are so many trucks out there on the highways and byways. It's, it's unbelievable. So 
you know, as far as national goes, yes, it's just been a roller coaster. And of course, you have your good days and bad days, events with passengers, events yeah. with accidents. And then there's good days where, you know, you got your boring route back and forth and all was well and you go home safe. So, yeah, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Oh, it takes grit. I will say that. And, you Absolutely. Know, true heart. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned the economy, which I think is great because as people may or may not know, uh, transit in Washington state is funded primarily through sales tax. And we, um, 85% of Pierce Transit's budget is comes from sales tax. So we are closely tied to the health of the economy. When the economy goes down, our revenues go down, which hurts the most vulnerable among us. And, um, you know, so supporting our local businesses and restaurants, especially now with COVID, I mean, it's just so important. And so something I like to ask our guests is what is your favorite restaurant to support? My in favorite Coffee? restaurant has got to be Anthony's down there at Point Defiance. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is my week. Uh, that's my week spot <laughs> is going to Anthony's down there. Real, real nice uh, restaurant. That's my favorite. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And the Absolutely. view. I mean, it, yeah, everything it is about so it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Well, Brent, thank you so much for being on and sharing with us all of your insight and stories. Hey, no problem. My I just, pleasure. I, I, you are so fabulous. And um, yeah, I just well, can't I thank just you enough. I just want to mention one more time how proud of our agency I am. Uh, to get that APTA Certificate of Merit, uh, the operators embracing the quarterly safety meetings, uh, more frequent senior operator training classes, um, you know, hourly safety messages on buses. And, of course, my what I personally think was the driving force behind all of our success lately is videos, videos, videos. At these quarterly safety meetings, we mm -hmm. show right-side accidents. We show drive-can videos. And, of course, that is the most powerful thing you can show a person and uh, they're watching, they're listening and they're improving and boy, we're on fire here. So I'm real proud of the agency and every employee that works here. Tip my cap. I, I will say those videos are my favorite part of the safety. <laughs> yeah, you're not the first I've heard that from. <laughs> They're great. You know what I realized? We didn't talk about million milers. Can you talk about the million sure, miler we've program? Got, real quick? Uh, geez, over 20 million miler operators here, which uh, would basically are rewarded for, I believe it's 12 and a half years of accident free driving. And um, yeah, that's just, that's just a remarkable award right there. I mean, we, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And to go along with that, we also have four operators here in the two years that we've had drive cam have never received the drive cam one time, which is truly an amazing feat in itself as well. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot. That's also a new uh, program. The Million Miler was instituted last year. That's also, so we got many drivers around here now wearing their uh, Million Miler jackets and patches and it's just really great morale's going up it's something to strive for i wasn't 
Yeah, absolutely. Something to be so proud of. I mean, a million miles a with million no preventable miles. accidents. Yeah. That is, it's you know, incredible. It kind of makes you wonder, well, do these guys ever even leave the lot? But yeah, I guarantee they all do leave the lot. They all go out and drive their routes every day, five days a week, you know. And uh, yeah, it's really a remarkable achievement. I thought we'd be very proud of for those, those individuals. Absolutely. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you so much and have a wonderful holiday. And I hope to see your face very well, soon. Well, Alexandra, this is uh, Friday before the last weekend before Christmas. I hope you uh, enjoy your shopping uh, experience this weekend out there if you have to go and do so. And uh, take care. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I look forward to seeing you when you come back to work. Okay. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye.